Today's Word Podcast with Rick Pena. Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pena, and I bring you today's word for August 21st, 2018. I'm teaching a series entitled Expecting the Word to Work, where we come to the Word of God, and we really do expect that God's Word is going to work in our lives, and it is this expectation that fuels our faith. And so along those lines, I'm teaching a message right now entitled Managing Expectations. This is part 46 of the overall series, and part two of managing expectations. Yesterday, we've been studying the parable of Sower for months, but yesterday I introduced you to this concept of managing expectations. And I really do believe that this is really important. So I'm going to take a few days teaching on this. Um, I I, I mean, this is actually a, a, a critical message for the body of Christ, where we, for us to live by faith, we have to have expectation that God is going to do what he said he was going to do, but we also have to manage those expectations accordingly. So let's get into the word and let's see what God wants to say. So this is managing your expectations part two. So going back to the parable of the sower, Jesus tells the story of this farmer and the disciples don't understand it. And when everybody was gone, the disciples said, Jesus, can you break it down for us? Give us an understanding of it. Explain it to us. And Jesus said, man, you got to understand this parable because if you don't understand this parable, you won't understand any parable. This is like the mother of all parables. This is what he said. The farmer is like someone who takes God's teaching, the word of God, and plants it down inside of people. Now, sometimes the teaching falls along the path. These are like the people that receive the word, but they don't understand it. And because their understanding is unfruitful, then Satan comes immediately and snatches away the word that was sown in their heart before it can produce a harvest. And then other people like to see that's planted on rocky ground. These are the people that hear the teaching and they get really excited. They get real emotional. They quickly and gladly accept it. However, they do not allow the teaching to go deep into their lives. And so as soon as trouble comes or persecution comes because of the teaching that they receive, then these people, they're quick to give up. Now, other people like to see that's planted amongst the thorny weeds. These are the people that hear the word of God, hear the teaching. However, they've allowed their lives to become full of other things like the cares of this world, the love of money, and everything else they want. And so these other things grow up like weeds and choke out the word, and the word doesn't produce in their lives. And then finally, some people are like good ground that actually do receive the word of God, allow the word to work, and it produces a harvest. But even then, not everybody's the same, right? Even then, not everybody uh, has the same level of submission or cooperation with God. So some people produce a 30-fold return, some people 60-fold, some people 100-fold return. So what does this mean to you today, once again, about managing your expectations? Um, I have, I think, just three things to share with you on this morning. And so as I get into these, I want you to open up your heart now to receive what God is saying. While I'm speaking, God will be speaking to you. There will be a voice behind my voice. There's a word behind my word. You ready? Here we go. Number one, when you read a promise from God that is documented in the Bible, the 66 books of the Bible, then you must understand that that promise was actually written to all believers, right? Or there are some things that that, uh, were written specifically to someone in the Bible, but then God says, you can lay hold of that promise, right? But either way, uh, these are general promises. So when you read the word of God and you see a promise in the word of God, that is a promise that is kind of applies to a lot of people, not just you. It's not tailor-made. But for that promise to come to pass in your life, uh uh-oh, watch this, God has to manifest it within the context of the individual plans that he made for you before the world began. So while the promise may be clear, the timing 
of the manifestation of the promise may not be. Because what you may see happen in the life of someone else, let's say you know someone and you saw this promise manifested in their lives in days, right? You may want the same thing to happen in your life in days. But for you, it may take years. You know why? Because it's not the same context. Um, what happened, what you don't know is the years that led up to that moment for them. And you don't know that, you know, and, and vice versa. They don't know the years that have led up to that moment for you. So um, said another way, I mean, you got to understand that everything has to be tailor-made because no one else has your assignment. Uh, no one else has your grace. So said another way, let me say it this way. God's general promises are manifested in a way that is tailor-made for each person. So God takes into consideration what he planned to do for you, you know, from the foundations of the world. He has to take into consideration your level of cooperation with those plans, the decisions that you made, the actions that you've taken um, in the past, and really the decisions and the actions that you'll take in the future. So all of that, all of those things are factors that contribute to the timing of your harvest. So if you don't properly discern God's timing, then it's easy for you to expect God to do something before he's going to do it. And, and if you do, and you have like a misaligned expectation, uh, this can lead to a very painful experience. I've been there, right? I've, I've experienced that. This can lead to a very painful experience. This is how uh, believers get frustrated. With This is how people get upset with God. And they're like, you know, God, you said you was going to do this. It hasn't happened yet. They get frustrated because they're believing that God is going to do what he clearly said he was going to do. But the issue is, he, you know what, but you don't know when. So, so he said he was going to do it. He just didn't tell you when he was going to do it. So, so you have to hold on. You have to, but here's the good news. The good news is if you hold on, then there will come a time where your harvest comes due. What you don't want to do is give up before that time. That's Galatians 6 and 9. So number two, expectation is the breeding ground of faith. As a believer, you have to have an expectation. I told you yesterday that when you don't have any expectation, it's like going back to driving a stick shift. It's like your faith is in neutral. You have to have expectation. Expectation puts your faith in gear. You must have expectation. However, you must live it with an expectation of the manifestation of God's promises in your life. But you must also do so. Here's the key, managing your expectations. You have to do so um, with a certain level of discernment concerning God's timing. Um, because if you expect God to do something before he is going to do it, then you're going to wind up disappointed. You're going to wind up frustrated. And watch this. You even run the risk of getting depressed. Uh, this is why Christians, even pastors, commit suicide. I mean, you got people that love God that really have a pure heart towards God, and they, they delve into depression because they did not manage their expectations correctly. So they were believing God to do something, and God didn't do it when, when, he, when they expected, you know, for him to do it. And then um, if you're not careful, you can actually get depressed. I mean, the disappointment and the discouragement and the frustration can be so strong that if you meditate and medicate that long enough, you can delve into depression. And then you're going to be in a deep hole and you're going to be trying to get out. <clears throat> and it all happened because you did not manage your expectations correctly. Number three, and finally, I just have three things for you today. But let me give you a quick recap. So going back to the parable of the sower, God provided, number three, God provided his word to all four types of soil. But the first soil, which was the soil along the path, 
These are the people that received the word, but they didn't understand it. And since their understanding wasn't fruitful, then nothing happened. So, so you know, there was really no expectation because they didn't even understand what God said. <laughs> the second soil, the rocky ground, these are the people that received the word and they got excited. And initially, this was good. That that excitement, you know, initially is good. They high-fived their neighbor. They ran around the church. They did three backflips. They're like, my God, this is going to happen. This was good. However, the excitement was short-lived. You know why? Because as soon as trouble came and persecution came because of the word. Well, let me just pause there. Did you catch what the word says? Jesus said that trouble will come and persecution will come because of the word, because of the word that you receive. The power and the potential in the word of God and the promise that you receive from God will actually attract trouble. It will attract persecution. It's going to attract opposition from the enemy. So as soon as trouble comes and persecution comes because of the word, then these people, the Bible says, are quick to give up. And so these are people that don't, you know, they don't experience God's best because they, they gave up before it was harvest time. So as a believer, you must uh, hold on and keep on believing and maintain your expectation long enough to endure and overcome all the challenges that you must endure and overcome in order for the promises of God to be manifested in your life. If you don't endure, you're going to miss out on God's best. These are people, read Galatians 6 and 9, that, watch this, be not weary, don't, don't get frustrated in doing the right thing. While you're doing the right thing, don't get weary in well-doing. For there is a season when your harvest is due, and you're going to reap your harvest if you don't give up before it's time. So there's a season, there's there's a due season for your harvest. But unfortunately, some people give up before that due season. Don't let that be you. And then lastly, the third soil are the people that received the word of God. However, they didn't have any confidence that God's word was going to come to pass, really. So they shifted their attention from what God said to what they wanted. Why? Because they didn't have confidence in God. If they truly believed that God was going to do what he said he was going to do, if they truly had an expectation of the manifestation of God's promises, then they would not allow their lives to become full of other things, like Jesus said. But they put more confidence in the kids of this world than what God said, right? So they, they allowed their lives to, to, to have more, uh, they put more confidence in what the doctor said. <laughs> they put more confidence in what the bank said. They put more confidence in what the lawyer said. They put more confidence in what the judge said than in what God said. And so since they put more confidence in the cares of this world than the word of God, then, yeah, they shifted their attention really like they have more faith in what, what the world said than what God said. And so the word doesn't work for them. Or they, have, they don't have any confidence that God is going to be their source, so they, they wind up spending their lives chasing the love of money. Why? Because they don't have any confidence that God is their source. If they really believe that God is their source and that God is gonna, God already stored up everything that they will ever need, then they wouldn't be chasing money. They would be chasing God instead of money. Or, like Jesus said, uh, selfish desires, they don't have any confidence that God's plans are better than their plans. <laughs> and so since they're not, like, you know, people people will straight up tell you, I mean, people today are bold. They'd be like, I, I don't know. I don't know if I want to know what God's plans are. If I don't, I don't know if I want to even chase God's plans because I got good plans and I don't want God to tell me to do something that I don't want to do. I don't want God to mess up my plans. And so since they've made their lives about their plans and not God's plans, then their lives are just full of selfish desires, things that were birthed in their heart and not in God's heart. But if you manage your expectations correctly and you really do believe that God is going to do what he said he would do in your life, and you know that, that it's only a matter of time before you see in your hands what God revealed to you in your heart, then, then none of these things would be an issue for you. And you would actually hold on till you see 
the manifestation of God's promises, that you would actually live in accordance with God's timing and experience God's best. So I'm going to talk more about managing your expectations tomorrow. But in closing, let me just remind you of Hebrews 6 and 12. Hebrews 6 and 12 says that it is by faith and patience that we can inherit the promises of God. Those that have gone before us inherited the promises through faith and patience. We need both. We need faith. We also need patience. We, we need to hold on till we see what God said. We need to say what God said and, and keep saying it until we see it manifested in our lives and live every day with an expectation that God is going to do what he said he's going to do. So let's close this out with a declaration of faith. I want you to repeat after me now in faith from a believing heart. I really do believe that this, this teaching on managing your expectations is going to help a lot of people. So let's say this. Say this over your life. Say, Father, this is a season of expectation for me. My expectation is tied to your word. I expect you to do everything you said you would do in my life. My expectation is tied to your promises and to the tailor-made timing that you have for me. So I know that your promises will not happen before your time. Therefore, I declare that I hold on until my harvest comes due. I will not allow anxiety and frustration to fill my heart because I properly discern your timing and I manage my expectations accordingly. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word. Come on now, apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, how long it takes, the woman that God called you to be, that you will see the manifestation of God's promises in your life. And before you leave the screen, please share this message with someone that you know. Share it on your social media. Let's be a blessing to other people. You go now and walk in the blessing. God bless you.